The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Spurs Show. Quite a sombre one, I fear. Uh, awaits you here tonight because we're in a mini crisis. Tottenham Hotspur is in a mini crisis. We'll be looking back on the debacle, which was the second half against Liverpool. We'll be looking forward with trepidation to the Inter Milan game and also to Brighton away where we go and see our old friend Chrissy Hewton. And uh, here to help me do that on tonight's Spurs show, I've got Barnaby Slater. Hello, Barnaby. Hello, how are you? How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Adam Powley is back. How are you, Adam? I'm well, thank you. Hello, Theo. Good to see you. Welcome back. And Richard Brecker's here. How are you, Richard? I'm very angry. <laughs> angry. Well, yep, that's one of the emotions, nice I'm sure. Nice to see you again, Theo. Well, you too, mate. So, uh, you know, I, I, you know, regretfully, I think we do have to start with our second defeat in a row. The first one was, was hard to stomach purely because it was at Watford. We didn't think we'd played very badly, but... We didn't know what playing badly was, and I don't think until we saw that second half against Liverpool. I'm, I'm in a certain amount of shock. I don't know about you, Adam. It wasn't good. It wasn't pretty, was it? It's no. like weird things, because in the ground and kind of like in the build-up to it, I don't think anyone was particularly confident. I think, you know, most yeah. fans that have kind of like watched us recently and watched Liverpool were kind of thinking, oh, we could be in for a tank in here. Um, so actually, it's weird. It's kind of sort of like the result as it panned out was almost damage limitation exercise by the end because they should have so scored more. it should have been much more yeah. than 2-1 yeah. but I think it's almost in the aftermath you know the usual thing with the post-mortem where there's the the concern and the worry but um, don't panic oh it's That's too late already, don't I'm already, panic. I've already panicked <laughs> Richard you say you're angry yeah I mean I and at least 80,000 others turned up and for large periods of the match the players did not They look fatigued and out of sorts. We beat Man United, um, which, funnily enough, I had a sneaking feeling we might do. Lost to Watford, again, I had a sneaking (laughs) feeling that would (laughs) come to pass. And then we came a cropper against the Liverpool manager still smarting, seething and up for revenge from last year when we walloped them. I mean, it was very hot out there. It was really hot. But they seem to have players around our boys like bees around a honeypot. And I thought they'd never keep it up in the second half, but they did. And afterwards, I made the mistake of not queuing to go back into the underground because they'd said it was going to be, there were going to be lots of delays. So I started walking and walking and walking. I nearly ended up, I don't know where in Holzen or where the hell I was. I couldn't. Bear the thought of being hemmed in at that awful, yeah, bloody yeah. station in with those, lots after of that. scousers. Yeah. Well, there so many. There were and, 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 you know, just when you don't, well, you think it can't get any worse, Arsenal, Chelsea yeah. and even West Ham yeah, won. Yeah. The perfect storm of a horrible weekend. <laughs> well, you've made me feel a lot better. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like I'm here to be the voice of reason. Come on, Whitley, keep going. Some, some just, small just positivity. Lift it, lift the atmosphere. What I'm going to say is um, I think we have to try and give some credit to Liverpool, not just in the way that they played, but in the fact that they have absolutely answered the problems within their team and squad by just throwing loads of money at it. Now, I know that's not how Spurs do it and, and you know it feels uncomfortable to praise a team for spending loads of money, but... In this instance, where we beat them 4-1 last year, it was because they had Dejan Lovren playing at centre-half. Terrible player. And they had a terrible goalkeeper, be that Karius or Mignolet. Mm. Um, and they just threw money at, at the situation. Jurgen Klopp had said a year or two previously, I will never buy success. That's not the way I'll do it. He's come here. He's looked at Manchester City. He's looked at Chelsea. He's looked at Manchester United and said, well, I'm going to lose my job unless I throw money at it. And he's thrown money at it. He's, he's bitten the bullet. He said, this is how it's got to be. And when it came to it... Um, on Saturday, we were pressed to within an inch of our lives and we didn't have the answer and we didn't have the legs. There's also a stat that I saw that I think seven of our players who started had been in the World Cup and only one of Liverpool's, uh, mm. the, the starting 11s. Did we look at it? No. Did we look tired? Possibly. But Liverpool were just on it. They at us all the time. And, and the thing that really proved it to me, I think, is that Ericsson, who can take the ball anywhere under any pressure... He even wasn't really feeling comfortable on the ball. And every time we had possession, we had quite a lot of possession. It was very slow and very safe. And there wasn't anyone really taking the risks to play the balls in between the lines and to get at Liverpool's defence, which can still be shaking, shaky despite uh, having Van Dijk, who played fantastically. So I think, you know, I don't want to be as simple as to say it's because we didn't spend money. I think it's just we don't, uh, we don't have what it takes at the moment to really push us further than we were a year ago. And uh, we're kind of at a similar level, I'd say. Why does Poch keep changing the formation? I don't think he's played the same formation two games in a row this season. And some of these formations we've never played before, that suddenly three in the middle of the park yesterday seemed odd. He's he's played that 3-3-1 format. He's played that a couple of times, but never consecutively. He's played three at the back about twice. But always it, for random reasons. He played three at the back against Watford, didn't he? And then he went back to... What's yeah. it, why is he doing that? I, I don't understand we, it. It's one of those where it's kind of... He never it, used to do it, that. Damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. You know, it's it's it looked like that what he did is he switched the formation to match up with what yeah. they had and kind of with the personnel they've got. Yeah, kind of it thinking, was a match Well, that's, that's the best we yeah. can do. And, you know, and then quite often you'll get that response, just stick to four two three one. that's what suits us best. And then when he does that, he gets accused of not being flexible enough. Yeah. So I think he's on a hiding to nothing with a but little he bit. he seems to go from one extreme to the other because he never changed that four two three one for about two and a half years. And now he changes the formation every game. He, perhaps. I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, he was innovative, like, from the start. I mean, remember that time when Conte was getting all the credit for playing three at the back? Well, it was Pochettino that did that, first of all, right? I think in the second season, like, he was experimenting with the three and it worked, you know? So I think he is tactically flexible and he does think about, right, what... What is going to work? What's going to uh, enable us to, to face up to the opposition and yeah. so take the game to them? Like, it was clear on Saturday that it didn't work, but I don't think it was just down to the tactics. There's like a multitude of reasons Yeah, I mean, for that. That, that's probably, a, that's just one thing. I mean, the, the most, the most uh, disturbing thing I thought about the second half was how completely lacking in conviction and confidence they were. On the, I mean, it was bad enough in the first half, and then the second half, it mm. just got, I thought, actually, by the end of the first half, I thought we were, slightly unfortunate to be losing. It wasn't that uneven a first half. They had slightly better chances, but in actual fact, we had a couple of good spells in the first half. And I thought, what what should happen now? 
And what usually, often, very often happens in the Poch era is that the Poch sorts them out at half time. They come out and they just go up a gear, and then we'll give them a chase in, and we'll we'll, we'll equalise, and then it'll be uh, next goal wins it. You know, completely opposite happened, didn't it? It, it was like the Man United semi final. Yeah, yeah, it, it just was, fizzled out. It was a bit like bad old days. It was. Yeah, um, it really was. It was a game that really kind of like sticks in my memory in that first season when Pochettino took over, and it was against Stoke at home. I totally. Uh, that's exactly the game it reminded me. Of. Ex- Same time of year. Yeah, they absolutely bullied us. Yeah, um, there was instances in that game where we a succession of 50-50s and we lost every one yeah. we thought we kind of sort of like banished that yeah. but Saturday you know it what? was very similar it's funny you should mention that game because that was the last bad game under Poch by which I mean that was the last time at that point he was his whole future was in the balance even though he'd only been there for about eight nine games mm. you were thinking actually this isn't working because they're actually getting worse and mm. to be outplayed and out totally out muscled and out you know en- energized by stoke at home then there was an international break he had two weeks and when they came back he dropped the bad apples mm. if you remember i think mm. he dropped adebayor and yeah. kabul and, yeah. and he brought in and started kane and mason and people and and that was the beginning that was the beginning of everything yeah but the trouble is, I don't want to be too pessimistic, but it feels, I hope it's, this isn't a bookend because it was, it's, it's a similar time of year, similar type of performance, and he's lost two on the bounce. So it's not like it's a one off. Yeah. It really does feel right now. I mean, I don't think it is the beginning of the end, by, by the way, but it just feels like it's a real proper wobble this. Yeah. It does really I'd, feel I'd like a bad we got, point. We got bullied in both those games. Watford, big, powerful yeah. team, really put yeah. us under the cost in terms of the set pieces, yeah. especially. And Liverpool, certainly in terms of us getting it into Harry's feet and him holding it up, there was none of that. Van Dijk was all over him. Joe Gomez played well as well. And I think, as well as the kind of physical side of it, we just didn't have the legs of Liverpool at all. They had pace throughout their side. Yeah. And we don't have that. Um, obviously, more is quick, but that's when you get him on the ball. Going forward, we didn't have the, you know, Naby Keita in central midfield for them was everywhere. Yeah. And we don't really have that. Harry Winks, his first game back for a long time. Yeah, you know, we, and Eric Dyer, I have to say, and I'm a big advocate of Eric Dyer. He had a, he had a bad game. He did. He had a very bad game. But it's two games, um, you know, into tomorrow. If we get a result there and then get a result at the weekend, I think we'll be able to look back on those and say, okay, yeah. you know, that's... Yeah. I hope so. And that's what Potches usually manages to yeah. do. He usually manages on, to move right. on and you forget about it. And also, you've got to say that we, the, the one thing about this season is we, because we won the first three games, we thought, at last, a season where we're not, you know, dropping stupid points in autumn. And actually what we've done is we've gone back to where we would be in any other start of the yeah. season. It's just that we got yeah. nine points and then we dropped to all six after that. So yeah. we're about where we where we normally are yeah. at this stage, yeah. which is disappointing because of the order of the events. But if... I mean, anything could happen. We'll, we'll come on to talk about these games. But if we were to not get... A, not, I mean, really got a win at Brighton to really get this train back on the rails. And that's not easy six to do. They just, beat, they just beat uh, United at home, didn't they? And uh, they, I mean, they're a proper proposition at home, I think, Brighton. Absolutely. But anyway, we'll come on to those games. I think... For right now, it's... Oh, by the way, this uh, this is... Hold on a minute. We, uh, we've been furnished with a load of lovely Watney's Pale Ale. Do you remember that? And it is delicious. Yeah. That has hit the spot. What do you think? I'm feeling a little <sighs> bit more encouraged than I was. Yeah. Richard's, <laughs> Richard's already drunk. This it's is good stuff. we need, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, while I'm, while I'm making that pause, why don't I do a bit of housekeeping? Why don't I remind everyone 
that we had a fantastic live one of our little live shows i wasn't there but actually but I've, I've listened to it. it's brilliant with mickey hazard as we knew it would be we have those live shows very regularly once a month actually and you can get to see them all at very very reasonable rates by going to season.spursshow.net and you buy a season ticket that enables you to get i think it costs 10 quid a month i think that gets you not one but two tickets to all of these live shows we have fantastic guests last year we had people like martin chivers alan mallory bobby davro oh yeah terrific yeah good line so you get a bit of variety uh so we had mickey hazard so, so i would i would urge you to go to season.spursshow.net and while we're on the subject of uh peripheral but important things thank you labbrooks who are backing the show this year again throughout the whole season so if you're looking for a bet i think you go to bet.spursshow.net and you'll get to a, a good place with labbrooks so gentlemen uh Inter. Now, the news has reached us this evening, quite surprising news, that uh, well, we already knew that Sissoko's out injured. It's a terrible blow. <laughs> Don't laugh. What are you laughing? Hold on. Hold on a minute. Steady. I think it's, no. you know, the, the, right, the saving st- grace what? against <laughs> Liverpool was that Sissoko was not playing <laughs> because at least then he didn't get you know, scapegoated yeah, that's true. And, and made the yeah. target of all the all right. abuse. But, but we also anyway, missed, yeah. I thought we badly missed Deli Ali. He's not going to go to Milan. Mm. We missed Lloris, for sure. I mean, that first goal from Warm's oh, point of view God, was absolutely yeah. terrible. The second goal, he looked very undignified, but I don't think there was much more he could do about it. He no. just looked a bit idiotic. But the first goal, that was an absolutely pathetic punch, wasn't it? it anyway, was. so we'll have no Lloris, who's off dealing with I mean, he's, they say he's got a thigh injury. He's cleaning his car, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Cleaning I mean, I wonder, I wonder if he's actually, yeah, down doing a, little, a bit of... A little punishment. A bit of valeting. Um, so we'll have no Delhi, we'll have no Lloris, but we now hear that he's not taking with him to Milan Trippier or Alderweireld. And when asked about this in the press conference, they said, what, what are they injured or just tired? Or He said, no, 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 it's a, it's a technical decision. Mm-hmm. Technical. And he was quite adamant about it. So... That, that, that confuses me because you would expect him uh, if they want if he wants to rest him from actually actually playing you would expect him to come on they would you would expect them him to take them and put them on the bench yeah. if he is actually if he really thinks they need a few days actually off lying down because they're knackered why doesn't he say so why does he say it's a technical decision unless uh, i suppose unless it's something to throw inter off like, possibly i think it's it's one of those if you say players are tired and that feeds into the yeah. mindset well the ones that are out it must be tired mm, as well yeah. so I don't know if it's it's a bit of a strange one because it's because of the way results are going right if yeah. results were good and form was good more importantly because yeah. I think that's a key thing we yeah. haven't really played well no. all season um, if both those things were good then these kind of decisions wouldn't really raise much of an eyebrow that's true but the fact that you've got Results aren't great. Form isn't good. There's mm. a lot of off-the-field issues. And there's a lot of whispers around our club at the moment that maybe that, yes. that key thing that was one of the strengths of Spurs in recent years, that kind of like squad unity and mm. cohesion, you know, what was it, Dyer's phrase that he came out with? They've got a no-dickheads policy, right? basically. Kind of right. like all for one and one for all. You yeah. know, maybe that's like fraying around the edges a little bit. Yeah. Those kind of decisions kind of feed into that. Yeah. Now, I think it's perfectly reasonable to say, right, well, I'm going to rest players because we've got six games in 19 days or something that are coming up mm. with a squad that is stretched, with a squad that had a lot of players that came back from the World Cup knackered. I mean, you know, I think 
Barnaby, what you said about the difference between us and Liverpool on Saturday, I thought that was glaring. You know, mm. that it was we, we had a lot of not necessarily physically tired, but jaded looking players. The, you know, decision making was poor. The very they scary did. thing they about did. that though is what's the, that's not that doesn't I can't see how that's can get any better. They're tired and jaded now, and we're about to play all those games, and we've got. I mean, the games will keep on coming thick and fast between yeah. now and the end of the season. Yeah. So it's got to hope they play themselves into form. I think really. Okay, but they can't play themselves into being less tired, can they? They can't. Kane, Kane come up with a statement that kind of like to counter that whole thing about is he knackered? Is yeah. he kind of like burned out from playing four seasons of football nonstop? Yeah. Um, that he said he needs to play a lot of games quickly to get into that kind yeah. of rhythm, which might be borne out by his actual performances and goal scoring as seasons progress. Yeah. But... I don't think it's necessarily a physical thing. I, th- I thought something that was glaring, sorry to hark back again to the Liverpool game, but I think it's kind of like relevant in looking at the squads and how they played. I thought Milner was man in a match on Saturday. Mm. I thought he was outstanding. Yeah. The way he was kind of like marshalling the team, the way he was being a real nasty, narky sod actually, yeah. in like breaking play yeah. up, Super having that kind of like nous and experience. Yeah. We haven't had that player for a long time. Pochettino's team hasn't had that player, that kind of player for a long time. And I think it brings improvement in other players. I mean, you look at the younger players at Liverpool, how they've improved and kicked mm. on, partly down to Van Dijk being, you know, much improving that defence. Mm. But also, you could see Milner was like pointing at Alexander-Arnold and Gomez and mm. actually literally telling them what to do and where to go. We haven't got that kind of player. We haven't no. got that kind of strength in depth in another aspect of the squad. And I think that exposes then when you've got these problems where we've got players our, that are jaded, our, tired, whatever. Our know. strength was always playing that pressing game. As soon as someone was on the ball, we'd be right in their face yeah. and we'd win it off them and, and you know start an attack. But they were so fast in closing us down mm-hmm. on yeah. Saturday. They were all over us. And I just wonder, you know, is it a psychological thing? Is it a confidence thing? Because Pock said after the um, the Watford game, we mustn't let this, you know, psychological problem haunt us. We mustn't get complacent. We must be right up there consistently winning that, you know, the mental side of the game. And, and yet it didn't happen. So, you know, what is holding them back? Yeah, I'd argue that we have trouble playing against the teams who play that game as well, if not better than us. Like Man City at Fair home point. at Wembley last season was a very similar game to that game. You know, we they just did it better than yeah. we did and they have more legs than we have. Um, and... Uh, you know, uh, Liverpool, I think, at home and away the season before last. I know we had the 4-1 at home last year, but... Last season, we outplayed them both games. We played well in the in the away game. We did. We should have won it. We, we missed a we penalty. Sh- we missed a penalty at the end. We did play well. But, I don't know. I, I think Klopp's just... I, it's Like I said earlier a bit, they just have a bit more in terms of, of the legs and the, the right players playing um, at the top of their game for that kind of press at the moment. Um, it wasn't a surprise to any of us, really, I don't think, that we that we lost that game. And I, I felt confident that... Not confident, but I was worried that we would. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they just seem to have a bit too much about it. And, and maybe that is, you know, to, to play into the cliche, maybe that is where a couple of new signings would have helped us. Um, well, we didn't make summer. any new signings. So, is it time to blood the players that impressed on the pre-season tour? You know, are they ready to be thrown into the fray? Oliver Skip, Luke Amos. I doubt it. Otherwise, Anthony Georgia. You just never know until you give them a, a chance how they're going to perform. Mm. You know how they're going to perform. Look at Harry. 
Look at Harry Kane. You know, nobody was w- would have given him a, 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 a yeah. chance, would they? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's difficult. I mean, just going back to what you said about leaders, I actually think that when Eric Dyer is playing his best and is confident, he is the leader that, that we have playing centre midfield. Remember the, you know, the battle of Stamford Bridge and stuff, yeah. you know, really taking games by the scruff of the neck. That obviously was over the top in that game to a brilliant degree. One of my favourite yeah, ever yeah. Spurs performance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he can be that leader, but I really feel that he's lacking confidence at the moment. So I kind of agree with that. In terms of the youngsters, they, they do look like talents, but they're small, you know, they're so small yeah. at the moment and need filling out. And, you know, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had anyone else other than Dembele and Dyer in that central midfield. It's just that Dyer played particularly badly. What about Wanyama? Yeah, I mean, I mean, but he's just not fit yet, is he? I think is, I is the issue. Not, not up to but that, yeah, uh, uh, Wanyama at his best, we've missed a yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and I think that also drives Dyer on to play better because at the moment it looks like Dyer's uh, you know playing every game a shoe. And although and, and he got isn't... dropped against Watford, didn't he? Which is actually the sort of That's game right. yeah, where point. you want some thug in the middle of the park. Yeah. And he, yeah. he didn't. He didn't pick him. Yeah. yeah good point. Strange. Yeah. I, I I think there's 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 an element I think of the measure of. Pochettino and Pochettino Spurs is that we have been more than the sum of our parts. Yeah. He has got a group of players and moulded them into an effective team and he's got all of them have raised their game. Yeah. He improves players. That's what he does. Like, he did it at Southampton. Exactly. Famously, That's yeah. the measure of a really good manager and yeah. a really good coach Absolutely, that he improves yeah. players. I always feel that there's a, there's a risk that when a few of them kind of like drop off, then you're going to see a big dip in mm. performances. Maybe that's where we're at now, mm. right? Maybe we need to press the reset button a little bit and get back to basics, get back to that kind of like dynamism that he instilled in the team in that first mm. full season when we really, really kicked on. Um, but I think it is that. It's kind of like we look at some of those players and we have very high expectations of them now. But I almost wonder if you take them out of the Spurs team, like how good they would be elsewhere. Well, that's what happened with that Southampton team. They all got big moves, massive contracts. Southampton got big fees and most of them went backwards when they played for other teams under different managers. Yeah, so I I you're absolutely right about Poch. Anyway, we're going to try and cheer up. What we're going to do is speed drink some more of this Watney's uh, Pale Ale in the ad break. We'll be back in a minute. The Spurs Show is lubricated by Watney's Pale Ale. Watney's Pale Ale, the Spurs Show Beer of the Month. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. <coughs> Sorry, um, just hold on a minute. Oh, that is good. That is good stuff, isn't it? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Inter, I mean that. May, uh, as presumably, Oreo will play. Um, Rose is showing some signs of coming back to some sort of form. Mm. So, but so, but he needs a run. So, I mean, you might as well play Rose again. I would. I, I think keep playing Rose unless he's knackered. I'd be personally. really surprised if he played Rose again. I think. He, I think. That's why Trippier's left at home. I don't think Trippier's the kind of person who would have kicked up a fuss. He didn't have a great game against Liverpool, but I'd say he, he mostly always switches the full-backs for the, for the Champions League games. Yeah, OK. So then, so then he's going to play Sanchez and Batonga in the Sanchez course. Sanchez will come back in, yeah. And then um, who knows what formation he'll play. Is Wanyama he's, ready? No, Kane will play. Could Wanyama come in to play with... With Dembele or Dyer or yeah. Winks. I mean, he's got four Winks, maybe. theoretically fit central midfielders. It's a He's shoot. going to play Lucas Moura, presumably, and Kane. 
I uh, would be shoe in for Lamella, I'd say, tomorrow song. night as well. You reckon, yeah. Do you reckon he'll really yeah. properly rotate? I'd say, no, I, I think he'd play Lamella because also Lamella, don't forget, scored last season, Serie A scored 15 goals. He's, uh, yeah, he, he, he knows how to play Italian defence. He plays them against yeah. the Italians. I, mean, I have been very depressed and apologies for sound. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> I'm very worried yeah, about Richard. Every yeah, now and then I look yeah. around, there he is. Um, He's looking more and my more most depressed depressed on this show. But um, the one bright spark for me, was, well, there were two actually, was Lucas Moura and Lamella. I mean, I think Eric has made incredible strides <laughs> and um, give give him a run, you know. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, it's the beer. Yeah, it is the beer, isn't it? Um, like, if all else fails, just threaten the whole bloody lot of them with military service. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a shame that Lamella got injured after that Fulham game because I thought that driving run for Kane's yeah, goal that was fantastic. Showed exactly what he can do when yeah. defences are stretched. He does offer and, and his a bit final different. ball is fantastic. His final ball Sometimes. has never been in doubt. No, no, no. His final ball has never been in doubt. What for me is been in doubt it. that he's improved. That he's improved, but at first, especially the first year or two. Um, he was trying to do things he didn't need to do, constantly rolling his foot over the ball, trying to do yeah. almost justifying his fee. But since he's had a child, dare I say, and uh, he seems to have matured a bit, I think now he's picking good passes and he's knowing when to run and when to, to give it. And um, I think he could be a really good player for us this season if he can stay fit. I really do. Do you think he could be one of those players that just when you've given up any hope of him coming good, he suddenly comes good? Because that can that does yes. happen. It has happened. Yeah. That can I happen with so. him, not with Sissoko. In, in other words, is he Dembele? Because Dembele took ages, really, to really come good. I mean, really good. He showed flashes of it early on, and then you just thought, oh, this is ridiculous. He's really yeah. not. Or, or is he Jason Dizel? That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good shout both ways. I think yeah. it's. Um, look, I've never been Lamella's yeah. biggest fan. It's. 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 I like his attitude. Did I think. You, he, did he, you stay until the end when he scored? I did stay until the end. Yeah. Good good God knows why. It was a terrific goal. It was a good goal. It was definitely yeah. a good finish. But it seemed like they gave him about half an hour to wait they for did. the ball to drop. You're thinking that's strange. Yeah. yeah. I think. You know, I really appreciate his effort and attitude. Yeah. You know, he is he's yeah. that definition of an honest trial. But I'm still waiting for that kind of like something really mm. special yeah. from him on a consistent yeah. basis. Yeah. So In fairness, yeah, he I did think call so. Jack Wilshire a, push, a pussy. Though, well, so. yeah, no, well, I mean, he's an amazing player. He, he's, I mean, he when is. you think of his amazing moments, because that will will always be remembered. And of course, the Rabona. Yeah. I mean, no one had even heard the word before he did that. True, amazing. but who was that against? That was against yeah. oh, uh, some sort of Cypriot you know, team. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, nothing of any. Uh, Can we get a result? Standard. Can we get a result in the San Siro in the circumstances? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, How's that for so. confidence there? Yeah. Yeah. And what sort of result, what do you think he'll do? Do you think he'll go out there and attack? He normally, I mean... I think he, he doesn't really... Do it any other way. For many, yeah. for many teams, the only times I can think of where he really played on the counter-attack were Dortmund and Madrid at home last year. I thought we played brilliant counter-attacking yeah. game in those games. Um, style in those games, sorry. Um, do you know what I'm interested at? I don't know if it'll happen tomorrow or not, but when he goes to a 4-2-3-1 and dares to play more on one side of the attacking three and Son on the other. Yeah, Ericsson And that would middle. allow... Uh, yeah, or Ali. Um, that would allow us to kind of play a slightly more Liverpool-esque counter-attacking pacey mm. way, and I'd be intrigued to see if that worked. Moore seems to be playing a bit closer to Kane at the yeah. moment, but if we could scare teams with that on the break, I, I'm, I really think that's why he bought Moore. I'd be interested to see how that works with, with pace on either side. Yeah. So, um, Inter Milan, are they 14th in Serie A? Are yeah. they fourteen? I yeah, think one, so. one drawn, one. Yeah. I know that, and lost. So they're not, not they're not doing that well. Um, well, that's good. Got early Croatian. Game. Annoying that it's the early game. I think it's a bit weird that it's a five to six. Is that a TV got, thing? Yeah, I think they're trying to split the games now because there's obviously 
yeah. PSG Liverpool later right, on. I don't want to... Right, and they want they want to get maximum viewers. But um, yeah. I think we can get a result. I think I think I hope this isn't me being naive, but I have kind of in my head whenever I think it's a bad time for Spurs under Pochettino, we bounce back pretty quick and we go on a run. Yeah. And, I, and I'm really hopeful that's why that it's tomorrow a crucial with moment a, with a bit more, um, you know, less. Uh, kind of basketball-esque back and forth of the Premier League, a, a bit of a slower game. Hopefully we can hit them a bit on the break. That's what I, I want to do. And um, yeah, I think we can beat them. I think we can beat them 2-0 maybe. I don't know. Overconfidence maybe. Yeah, I, don't I like know. your yeah. positivity. Yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. I like it as well, Richard. I mean, yeah. if you could just stop drinking for a moment and take a leaf out of Barney's book. <laughs> well, you've got to have something to drown your sorrows. But it tastes you? so good. I mean, it, it does you know, taste good. To if, be fair, if it's Lloris quite can drown his sorrows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Michel Vorm, he looked so low on confidence, didn't he? He was flapping I, about I, all I, over the place. Mm. Maybe I, I he think needs he's a good goalkeeper, go. but it's difficult for keepers that come in for one or two games here and there, isn't it? I yeah, suppose. I thought we did okay. He made a handful of he did make a good lot. saves. He made a lot he, of yeah. saves, actually. And he was a shot stopper. Yeah. He was exposed, you know, as well. Yeah, absolutely. They were breaking through at will. I mean, they really should have won... Four or five, shouldn't they? Really, yeah, I mean, they yeah. a lot of one-on-ones. May, I'll say, may, yeah, sorry, maybe Verm needs to go for a drink with Hugo. Yeah. Give Gazaniga a game. A game. Well, I was just going to say, say that. Well it's time came, to came bring in. on Gaza. Yeah, yeah, let's get Gaza in. Time to bring, bring yeah. him on. I, I, it was a mistake for Vaughan with the punch in the first goal, yeah. but I, I'm also going to say Eric Dyer has to get that ball from the header yeah. Yeah. out far. You know, it's yeah, pretty yeah. central that he's headed it back. Yeah. You know, I, I think he hasn't helped him out there at all. The second one, like you said, did look bad. But, uh, you know, there must, there's a reason. There's a reason that Gazaniga hasn't played many games and it'll be that he's just not, not as good. good. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he may become as good as Vaughan. But well, I'd say young, Vaughan, do you remember a cup? there was a cup game where Vaughan came in a couple of seasons ago and he made an absolute howler and we were like, get rid of Vaughan. And then he played a few league games because I think... Yeah, uh, the beginning Lurie's of the season for us. When he, he gets a few really games well. in a row, he, he tends to play really well. So. I think he's always... He always looked a good... good he was the first he's, choice he's at Swansea and looked like one of the best keepers in the league. So, I mean, he should be good. But I just think when he comes in... bring on Gaza. Okay, oh. he's very good looking, Gazaniga. I'll say that. So if it, if it's oh, well. based on that. Then All else fails. So then, of course, so we we, we 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 quietly, cautiously confident about the San Siro. So then we go to what well, I like to call the Goldstone Ground, but it's actually Alma. the Amex Arena, I yeah. believe it's called, or something like that. Yeah, some corporate name or other. And um, that's a tough assignment because, of course, Manchester United have won, uh, lost there already this yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Chris Hutton is an absolutely excellent manager. Mm-hmm. who gets them fully yes. organised and motivated. They've bought quite... Over the last couple of years, they've bought... They've certainly outspent Tottenham, I think. Yeah. Certainly in yeah. the last break. They've That's got some hard. quite classy players. Yeah. So you go there, especially having recently lost at Watford, you think, this is going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. That would be a game worth watching for the neutrals, if only I was one. Well, we only drew there last season, didn't we? So I try and look at it as a, an opportunity to better what we did there last season. We've got to make up for the fact that we drew away at Watford last season and then lost this season. Is that right? I think that's right. So let's try and better what we did last season and kind of get ourselves back to, you know, winning ways in the league. Um, I'm confident with that one as well, strangely. I think last year we drew, it was a night game and the atmosphere in those night games at places like that is really hard. I think it's an afternoon game, isn't it? I think it's 5.30, isn't it? I think it's the 5.30 kickoff, is it? Oh, okay. Have I got that wrong? If it's 5.30, I'm less confident, but I still, I still, like I said, I think we're going to go on a run. 
I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> We're going to win all our games now up to Man City. That, I'm going to put it out there. So Bloody I think it's Brighton, well, that, that's Huddersfield, sort of thing, Cardiff. Well, historically, Poch has done that. Hasn't yeah. he? Once we've, we've, we've hit a wobble, we're thinking, oh my God, this is it. We'll never make top four yeah. and all that. There's and then only, suddenly get on a run. There's only one thing that will cheer me up. Oh God. <laughs> what news? I don't think we've got <laughs> no, any of that. We've no, only got no. alcohol. Harry <laughs> has to score a hat trick. And like when Gaza did that uh, celebration when he scored that amazing goal against Scotland and they scored the dentist chair. I want Harry to slump to the floor (laughs) and pretend that he's sleeping. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's good. That's That's good. He should he should that would be a good one. He could just get into the fetal position (laughs) with his with his two hands together like praying and and make a pillow. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that would be good. Can I just say about the Harry Kane tiredness stuff? For me, it's not like we're making him loads of chances and he's missing chances. It, we're not. No. We are not giving him the yeah, service on which he needs to score but goals. He used to be. He used to get on the ball a lot more. Yeah, yeah. He, he used is, to be much more on... involved. One of the great things about him, the reason why he's such a complete player and yeah. leader and centre forward, is that even when he wasn't scoring goals, which most of the time he was, yeah. he yeah. was always coming deep and getting it and winning it and spraying it around and yeah. brilliant. And it, I saw a stat he had only seventeen touches or something. Yeah, more is in his three, amazing. Three of those were kickoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah right. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is shocking yeah. for a player I think like Moore that. Is a central figure area, like that. Moore yeah. is in his area a bit more. I think he's having to he's having to split his workload a little bit, or not workload, but you know where he could go anywhere. He's now having to think about where Lucas Moore is a bit more. Um, so maybe it is time to go back to that four that two three one. That was I'm a not bright sure. spot on Saturday when um, Moore had that chance, and um, you know just yeah. Shaved the post, the post yeah. and then he went and you know really tried to g the crowd up. We need much more of that. Much you know. more of that. Yeah. Much more. Absolutely. Of that. Yeah. No, he is a breath of fresh air. He's one of the like you said. He's one of the bright spots of the season because he's he's a good player. He actually looked like he was on a slightly different I, level. I, on. I know you're not keen on Eric Adam, or you know you, you want him to be I'm more happy to be. Convinced, you you, yeah. you want him to be more consistent, but <laughs> I have a, 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 a feeling about Lamella that's a bit like. Ricky Villa, you know, taken off in the FA Cup final. And then he comes back for that glorious dribble and, you know, unforgettable goal in the FA Cup final. Eric has got that potential. And he's Argentinian, so it's it's written in the stars. In In fairness to him, he needs a run. Right, these like fits yeah. and starts football is no good for anyone. Yeah. You know, no. he needs I don't to know if he'll like, get one. I think he's a ten. I think if Ericsson suddenly got an injury, God forbid, I think Ericsson I think Lamella would play a lot. I think he's a genuine number ten. But Ericsson really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Definitely. When he played at Roma, he was he scored fifteen, twenty goals a there season from go. number ten. He did. Just uh, you know, slide rule passes and slotting it in the far corner a lot. Um but he doesn't get much chance. He has to play he tends to play on the right a lot more. I think he's a ten, but mm. He's improved for me, definitely. Needs a run of games, yeah. And Winks is, you know, going to get a run. I think know. Winks can come. He he was it's such a shame he got that big injury because he looks like he he could come through. I don't think really he's great. Iniesta quite yet. I mean, no, you saw that. You saw that <laughs> comment by Poch. Yeah, but that's Poch is doing. Yeah. He's, he's doing his usual psychology there. Of course, he's, he's not Iniesta. Yet. He might be. Yeah. He might be Iniesta in t- seven years' time or something like that. But mm. he might more more likely won't be because Iniesta is a unique, you know, genius. But he, he I think he looks especially for an English midfield player. He looks very cultured. Yeah, and he could end up being. He looks a bit like Michael Carrick to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's good. Which is yeah. brave, he's never brave, let go. brave enough to play the ball through the lines, which which we don't have enough of in our yeah. squad. Yeah. Now, listen, um, we're coming towards the end. In a minute, I'm going to ask you for predictions, Oof. but I would just like to recommend Barnaby's uh, 
Instagram channel, which is called Spurverts. That's right, Spurverts. I was previously doing uh, Spurred on YouTube channel. I've now uh, stopped that a couple of years ago doing yeah. an Instagram page called Spurverts. So check yeah. it out if you're on I've Instagram. checked it out and it's very good. Oh, well, that's very yeah, kind of Lots of excellent you. pieces to camera along the lines of what we're doing here. Yeah, little so bits good, of that. Good, yeah. Lots Very of, good. Lots of Spurs content. Yeah. And Adam, you got you got any Spursy books coming up? Yeah, there's a few things on the go. We've got the um the Spurs shirt book coming out soon. Oh, brilliant. Uh, which I was very happy to do some work on. Some amazing stories in there. There's a lot of real kind of like level of research and detail have gone into that. So it's not just stories about. So the it's shirt. the history of the shirt, history of all the, the shirt. different designs, all the different all, vintages. All that, but kind of going right back, going right back, and going kind of like right into the heart of the club as well. It's amazing, kind of like right. how closely. You know, just the shirt yeah. is attached to to the characters behind the scenes, and yeah. there's some really interesting stories in there. Great. Yeah, great. Look forward to that, Richard. Nice one. Well, I'm Got still working <laughs> yeah. working away on Celebrities Worldwide, which is a contacts directory the BBC um, have used for many years internally, and yeah. um, we provide contact information. So, if you want to book any Spurs players for any events, I'm sure that, we can dig out their details. That's good. That is good to know, yeah. actually. Yeah. Can That's you sign some players as well? Like, can, can I sign some sorted? players? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Be so, delighted. All right. So now, gentlemen. The time has come over now. I have to pour. Don't make me get the revolver out. Just do it. Mm. I need to know. First of all, I'm going to go round for Inter Milan scorelines. Yeah. Barney, you already said 2-0 to with Tottenham. That. Yeah, 2-0 Adam? Score draw. 2-1 to Spurs against Inter Milan. Okay. I'm going to go for one all, and it's uh, an ugly one all. There take you go. That. I'll take that. Um, Brighton. I'm going to go an ugly 2-1 win at Brighton. Okay. Yeah, I'll go for a narrow win. Right. I'm afraid we're going to lose at Brighton. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Any particular score in mind? Just 2-1 again. We'll beat Inter Milan and we'll lose to Brighton. Well, because if we lose three league games, you need to realise what you're saying here. If we lose three on the chart, I don't think we've ever lost three under the chart under Pochettino. And this would be officially a crisis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. Got there the T-shirt. Go. It'd be like welcoming back an old friend. The Spurs yeah, yeah, crisis. Yeah, yeah. 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 let have one of them. Yeah. I think, yeah, a scrappy win for us, maybe 2-1 or something. Do you remember, actually, do you know what happened after that Stoke game? Mm-hmm. Is they came back after the break and they went to Aston Villa. I don't know if you remember it. Kane yeah. scored a free kick. Kane scored from a free kick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Kane had hardly, he'd only started a handful of games yeah. for that and he scored from a free kick late on. Bring in the kids. Got a deflection and, off the wall, yeah. but yeah. we won 2-1. Yeah. We also, in a really skullduggerous way, got... Um, Oh, what's his name sent off Benteke Agbon Lahore no Benteke was it yeah really that. nasty they wound him up and provoked him and he <laughs> lashed out and they got him sent off yeah. that was one all and then uh, in the last minutes it was a real smash and grab yeah. but you felt like Poch had said to him we don't lose today we mm. do whatever we need yeah. to do yeah we need us we could do with a smash and grab to get that kind of yeah you know, and I think that, that maybe back. this is a time for him to say that again yeah yeah, yeah. get mm. them bang some heads together oh just on on that Brian game because uh, uh confession time but I'm a uh, North Londoner in Part exile you in live Brighton. in Brighton I live in Brighton yeah. I've been down there for quite a few years now and um for that Brighton game last season and I was watching and I was thinking, oh, we're really slow, we're really ponderous, yeah. we lack that kind of like bite and dynamic. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there moaning like a Spurs fan as normal. And then I went and met some Brighton fans at half time and they were necking the pints like there was no tomorrow and kind of like sweating and going, you lot are so good. Yeah. <laughs> you lot are so really? brilliant. Well, it's unbelievable well, how we're yeah. still in this game. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that point. Yeah. I, so I, it's kind of, you know, I, I think 
We, I know we, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. We, we need I, to I, kind of realise what we are, yeah. what I, we I've can been, do. And we're certainly a much, it. much, I, much better team than that team that lost to Stoke. That, that, that's yeah. that's for bloody. sure. I mean, I, I've been sitting here with the, uh, you know, cyanide or Novichok or whatever you want to call it. But you're right. I mean, I am old enough to remember the days when Liverpool used to thrash us. Seven. Yeah, yeah. We got mullered. And, you know, it's the Andre Villas Boas. Not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, guys... Thank you. Richard, Pleasure. Adam, Barnaby, thank you so much for turning up. Thank I do you. feel slightly better. It's not just the beer. <laughs> uh, this is Theo Delaney signing off saying, for Christ's sake, come on, you Spurs. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.